Welcome back to the Two Average Brown Bros Podcast. I'm your host, Brashank. And I'm your host, Andres. And if our voices sound close, you might be wondering why that is. Well, that's because I am in Ottawa, just yeah. visiting good old Brashank. Exactly. So this is our first in-person recording of the podcast. You know, we've been planning this for some time now, but clearly we haven't been able to do it. And now finally, here we are. You know, about what, I think six months after we started the podcast, we're doing it in person. Yes, finally in person. It feels weird now. <laughs> Today is Monday, October 11th, 2021. So, Andres, what's happening, man? Well, you know, it's uh, Thanksgiving weekend over here in Canada. So, you know, might as well not pass the day alone. <laughs> and came over to visit. Uh, by the time we... Uh, releasing this, Brashank showed me around Ottawa, um, just getting to know the sites and what's up with the city. And other than that, just catching up with school because we got a break. But let's be real, once you're in grad school, there's really no break. <laughs> but yeah, that's what's up. What's up with you, man? Not much. Yeah, it was nice, you know, uh, first Thanksgiving away for family for me. So having you over, you know, has been fun so far and will be fun um at the time of recording i'll be taking you out to ottawa so it'll be nice to see that city it is a little bit rainy but hopefully the sun will be out in a little bit but yeah that's what i'm looking forward to but that's for later in the episode <laughs> so andreas what did you learn this week uh this week i learned about geopolitics because it seems like every week i learn something about geography but i learned about uh the longest um relation like country relationships in the world so you know like the canadian american relationship but also uh the portuguese and british relationship which tends apparently it goes back to the 13 or 1600 something like that so that was uh pretty cool just to get a little bit of like which countries get along now and then also i watched a video of like why airplanes do not fly over the tibetan plateau which was very interesting Oh, why is that? Uh, it is because mainly due to the altitude of the uh, of the Tibetan plateau. You know, when airplanes need to come down to whenever their cabin gets the pasteurized or something like that. I don't remember the term. Yeah. And they need to get more oxygen. When they have to go to uh, to the level they're required to, then it gets tricky because the mountains. <laughs> so that's why nobody flies through the Tibetan plateau. I just want to point out, I did know that, but I wanted the listeners to listen to the explanations too. <laughs> of course, he will know everything about planes. What have you? What did you learn this week, Rishang? So for me, one thing, interesting thing I learned about was a whiskey war. So I don't know if you know what that is, but it's a small, you know, border conflict between Denmark and Canada. It's in a place called Hans Island. And, you know, since the 1930s, it's been a middle of a disagreement between Denmark and Canada. So what happened was in... Back in the day, uh, Canada and Denmark couldn't come out with, you know, where the line was supposed to be for the border. So each country has been going back and forth and planting their flag in the island to claim it as their own. So pretty cool. You know, nothing like too too exciting, but still pretty cool. Kind of reminded me of the war of Norway and Saskatchewan between the Battle of the Mooses when you know, oh. <laughs> Moosha, the town of Moosha had their tallest moose ever. But then, that, I forgot the place in Norway, but they also built a moose that was taller than Moose Jaw's moose. And then, you know, went back and forth until Moose Jaw's moose's, I think, horn was made a little bit tiny, uh, bigger. And that's when they declared a truce. So, you know, it's so much like Canada to, to have those one of these, like, funny, funny competitions with other countries, right? That's, yeah, that's... A- just little things here and there that is just like, why do we even care? But, you know, we love we love having the biggest moose in <laughs> Moose in the middle of the prairies. Exactly. So, Andres, I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but, and you mentioned it at the beginning of this episode, it is Thanksgiving, so, you know, it's only right if we have a Thanksgiving catered episode. I think we should do it. So, first of all, 
What did you eat for Thanksgiving so far? Uh, for Thanksgiving, what did I eat this year, or what do I eat usually eat? Both. <laughs> Say this year because it's a little different than other years. All right, so I'll start with other years. So, uh, usually for other years, it depends. When I was in undergrad, we will have like a Friendsgiving, and our friend group was very international and diverse. So, we will make a turkey just for the sake of making turkey or something. But our main dishes would be all international dishes, um, depending on who was hosting that year. And then after undergrad, it stayed the same. We did mainly uh, international dishes and we'll just buy like a prep turkey or prep like meat, like turkey meat just to have as like symbolism of Thanksgiving. <laughs> And uh, actually, last Thanksgiving, I actually made a turkey. I used the Martha Stewart recipe, and I would say it was fantastic. It's a good recipe and pretty easy to follow. Uh, and then for this year, when I came over to Brishanks, I got uh, tofu turkey. <laughs> I forget the right terminology of it. But yeah, that was, it was interesting. It was something different. Um, you know, usually turkey can get a little bit dry or like, you know, you just get the pull from the meat. But with the tofu, uh, you don't get that. It's just like <laughs> spongy and it wasn't bad. It was like, it was like different. I would say definitely like um, the stuffing is good. But of course you miss, uh, <laughs> you sort of like miss a little bit of that turkey taste. Absolutely. Yeah. So normally, you know, back home, I would be obviously my dad's a vegetarian. So, you know, just my mom, my brother and me would make a turkey. But then after a while, making a large turkey for three people is not worth it because it goes to waste Yeah. for the most part. So then after a while, we just ended up getting those small um, chickens, the whole chickens and stuffing that instead. And I think that turned out better than turkey because it doesn't dry out. And as well... Um, you know, the usual such as mashed potatoes, gravy, all that good stuff. And then, so this year, you know, I got, I went to my cousin's place and they, they're vegetarian. So they made us tofurkey. That's a name for it. Tofu turkey, <laughs> tofu turkey, tofurkey. Um, it's okay. Like I'm not a, I don't feel one way particular, one way or other about it. Like you said, it is a lot more moist, um, than, yeah. <laughs> than normal turkey. Because turkey does dry up pretty fast. But overall, pretty good food. Filled me up. And then, you know, other times, like you said, in university, we usually got turkey and stuff at school for dining hall. But overall, it's a good time. You know, always a good time to eat lots of food. Growing up in the States, Thanksgiving was actually in November. So, it's a, you know, we got a whole week off from school. Enjoyed that. But then moving to Canada, it was a little bit different because it's in October. And it's only one day off, so kind of disappointing, but <laughs> that's what it is. I know, right? I Like, part of me, I know I should have done my look into it, research part of it, but I'm always like, why is it in October? Like, why don't we follow and do it in November? So, Well, I have an answer for that because I'm actually checking it out right now because I was curious <laughs> about that. And Wikipedia says the earlier Thanksgiving celebrations Canada has been attributed to the earlier onset of winter. Thus ending the harvest season earlier. So that's probably the main um, reason. I'm sure there's other reasons, but that's like one of the main reasons. That would make sense because that harvesting is happening yes. right now. Exactly. So makes sense. Well, with that, Andres, you know, Thanksgiving, obviously, it's a time to be thankful, giving thanks to things we have, you know, count our blessings. So, you know, let's talk about the things we're thankful for and have a good episode. Sounds good. So, what are you thankful for, Andreas? On all of your life? All of my life. What am I thankful? Well, there's plenty of things to be thankful. But, like, the cheesy one is, like, I'm thankful for living alive. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just, um, I'm thankful for, uh, just right now, like, just the world that we're living in. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm just thankful to still be able to visit, uh, to visit friends, to, um, to still be able, like, to have been able to go back to school and actually pursue my uh, my career and everything. So, um, like, in the past couple of years, I think that's something I've been pretty thankful 
for as well i am thankful for my pr car like my pr in canada because then i don't have to worry about visas anymore which is great <laughs> and you know the usual friends family um close people to me um because you know you can never get uh in life you usually are surrounded by people and they like those that support you throughout it uh, uh, that's what you're uh, really thankful for, for their support and for them being there for you. And, you know, now I can say, like, I am thankful for calling Saskatchewan home for eight years. Uh, now that when I talk, whenever, like, someone is like, so how are things back home? Like, I think both of Mexico and Saskatchewan is home, which is really weird. I Like, if you were to ask me before, like, would you call Saskatchewan home? I'll be like, nah, <laughs> this is just a place where I live. But now, yeah, now I feel like Sask is also, is also part of somewhere that I call home. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so those are the basics of what I'm thankful for. How about you, buddy? Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, of course, there's cliche answers such as parents and my brother, friends such as you, you know, just the people around, thankful for my job and all that. But, like, one of the biggest things that, you know, I've been thankful for is just my life because... You know, recently I did move and I've been living by myself for the first time pretty much ever because university, I don't count that as living by myself because you have friends all around you all the time. My parents were only two hours away. You know, my brother was only two hours away, Saskatoon to Regina. But this year having, you know, come to a place where I'm pretty much by myself. Um, my brother is here, but he's in university, obviously. So he has his own friends and he has his own schedule. It's a little different. But just being able to appreciate what I have in life and what I've learned, you know, it has, it was a little bit hard at the beginning. Like the first couple of days was super hard because it's like, shit, I'm living by myself. You know, I have to do everything by myself. And it's not that I'm not independent. It's just, I was, I had the comfort of living with my parents for so long, you know, having them, especially with COVID, right? COVID, one of the things COVID did for us was we all worked from home. You know, my brother had school from home. My parents had work from home. I had, I was working from home. So we're literally to together 24-7. Sometimes that does get annoying, of course. Yes. But it did bring us a lot closer because, you know, our family has been together. I mean, has been together our whole life. But, like, it has been super close just because we've moved around a lot. But even with COVID, we just, you know, went for daily walks every day or went on road trips, you know, every week, things like that. So coming from that to pretty much nothing here in Ottawa right now, it was very hard. But it didn't make me appreciate that, you know, I do have a lot better than most people. Um, you know, coming to a bigger city, obviously you see more of the less fortunate people, such as the homeless or people that don't have as much. And, you know, I am thankful that I have a great life to live. You know, I make a pretty sizable income with a job, great job. I have a roof over my head. You know, I haven't starved a day in my life. You know, there were times where we weren't the most rich people out there. I'm not saying we are right now. We're still in the middle income, <laughs> you know, but there's definitely things worse out there or people that are way off worse than us. And I'm thankful that, you know, I haven't been through that and I hope to never, you know, go through that. And, but also to be able to help other people in need, because of course, you know, people are struggling. We see people struggling like that every day and you know, help somehow. Yeah. That's like, and that's pretty, yeah. I, yeah. The move, like we keep on talking about, but it's just like, we're fortunate enough to have been able to do that move. And I'm personally thankful because then, you know, moving to a new city gives a lot more new opportunities. And I have had the opportunity to meet great people. And I'm thankful for them, I think. Uh, I'm thankful also for having classes in person because, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, virtually, like, then I can set my own pace at, like, how fast do I, like, watch my lectures? When do I watch them and all of that? But then having in person is just like that support of like when nobody knows anything <laughs> and everyone just looks at each other, comes out of classes like, yeah, I did not understand what happened there. Uh, it's pretty great. And yeah, no, I am thankful for, uh, you know, for like my initial career uh, at the university and what that gave me and kind of like for helping me discover and explore the area that I want to do for as a career for the rest, the rest of my life. God knows how long that is because you know there's many things uh involved in that but I am thankful for that and I'm also thankful 
very thankful for because during COVID, I got my pops Sherlock, which he's also with us right now. He is being very, very quiet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I am thankful for having to have him with me. I grew up with dogs, like I'm pretty sure since like I was one year old until I, until like even right now, like whenever I go home, there's a dog. <laughs> there's still a dog back in Mexico. So uh always been surrounded by them and they've always been great company and everything. So uh being able to have my own doggo over here in Canada has been fantastic and he's been keeping me such great company and yeah, like during COVID, like if it hadn't been for him I will have it entirely by myself. So it's always nice to have company and someone to make fun of the entire time when you can. But then someone to cuddle with because He's a good cuddler. Uh, so yeah, that is like another thing like that this year that came over that I am very, very thankful uh, for. Because then, yeah, it gives me, like, it also get he gets me out of the house because he needs to do his business mm -hmm. like any other doggo. Uh, so then it gets me out to go get some fresh air. Uh, it gives me something to take care of, even though sometimes I cannot take care of myself. I know I have to uh, be able to provide him and take care of him. So in another way, it has allowed me to grow um, that way. And once again, I am thankful for all the growth that has happened over the past the past couple of years. I think uh, many opportunities came that gave that opportunity, like that chance to grow. And when I look around, like, you know, uh, being surrounded by like-minded people, which I'm also very like, I'm thankful that. Uh, I have friends that think the same way, but also I'm thankful for those, you know, those friendships that had entered their cycle. I appreciate them. Mm -hmm. I am thankful for everything they offered during that time. Um, but I am thankful that I'm able to, you know, narrow down that circle to like having very close friends that we all think uh, very similarly. So then I don't have to, I don't have to worry about like, oh, dude, you know what I say was right in front of them mm -hmm. because... I know they will not get offended mm -hmm. by anything. Absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned that because, you know, we often talk about the things we're thankful for and they're positives. But even the negatives, we don't have to be thankful for the negatives, but as long as we learn from them, you know, learn from the experiences of obviously negative experiences, you know, most of the time are sad or obviously not happy memories. But as long as you can learn from them or not even learn, but like reflect on those memories and, you know, see how you can improve others, how you can improve yourself, that definitely helps too, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, as long as you recognize it, I think that's the important part. But, yeah, I think that's, um, we can always go around and around, find the little things that we're thankful for. Um, but, um, you know, during this year, I'm thankful for science because <laughs> science uh, has protected us <laughs> nowadays. Uh and to all our listeners out there, I am thankful for you for being an art our audience and also for those who have been vaccinated. I am thankful. <laughs> I am thankful for all of those who have gotten out and gotten their vaccines because slowly we'll make our way out of this out of this one. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like we said, we started this, you know, when COVID was still a big issue and it still is, you know, COVID hasn't died down since we started this back in March. And, you know, the world has changed in so many ways, whether it's, you know, companies working from home for pretty much forever or so the social distancing or the ways, you know, people are actually wash their hands when they go out <laughs> and stuff, you know, hopefully people will do it in the future again. But COVID has, you know, it's extended another wave of gratitude in a sense where we can be thankful for so many things such as modern science or just technology, you know, like a hundred years ago when the Spanish flu was going around or like even, you know, when the SARS COVID one back in 2003, 2004 was going around, we were scared so much. And even now it's, it's really scary, but knowing, you know, vaccines help us and being able to connect, you know, with each other through FaceTime, Facebook messenger. It's amazing, right? Like we have family all over the world for you, Mexico, for me, Nepal, but we can still connect with them. You know, it's not like back in the day where you, you had to write letters and stuff. It's you, you're able to talk to them through a global pandemic. And yes, of course, we all want to go visit friends and family to other places. But when those, when you can't because our borders are closed, our planes are not flying, you know, FaceTime makes it super easy just to be 
reach out to them be like hey what's up how's it going you know yeah uh, it just like it just brings everyone closer to each one of us and keep communication a lot easier um i think that's something like it's nice because then at least for me i'm able to keep in touch with friends back home like on a very constant basis and by constant i mean when i remember to text them <laughs> i'm a bad person and sometimes i forget to check in with them but it's always nice to have that support uh from them when it comes to to having them around uh in my life so Prashang, what's your first thanksgiving memory um i think well you know having been born in nepal and raised there and then live in new zealand we didn't really celebrate thanksgiving in those countries or at least i don't remember those like nepal for sure because thanksgiving is not there but new zealand i don't think we did maybe there's something similar like that but um but my first thanksgiving memory would have to be in the states you know i moved to the states and i said this before we lived in those um student housing you know because my dad was a student so there's a lot, a lot of kids you know around us that lived with us and there's a coordinator that would also live at the student housing because there's a student housing like i said mm-hmm. so they would put on put on different events you know whether it's valentine's day or e- um, easter or thanksgiving so for what they did for thanksgiving was you know they put up um all the like pumpkin carving um i guess that's more for halloween but they started a little bit earlier um because obviously october 31st is halloween and they'd have the leftover pumpkins you know (laughs) from then and bring it to thanksgiving you'd you'd do a little bit of that or just different games but one of the coolest things was they set up like you know hay rides so they had like this tractor and they put a trailer in the back with like hay bales and uh like fake mannequin cows and stuff and they just took you around the block it was really cool because you know i've never done something like that before and then i think at one point they even gave us food so my first you know introduction to thanksgiving food was actually at this um residence um like food i guess where everyone came and it was all like a pollock style and it was very international because you know people international people lived in student housing so not only did we get the basic, like, you know, turkey, mashed potatoes, gravy, all that, but we also got food from around the world, which is really cool because, you know, it was my first real introduction to people from everywhere. Um, but that was a lot of fun. And then they also had, like, you know, those fo- places where you can sit down on hay bales next to, like, all this harvest, like, grain things and flowers and take photos. It was really cool. And just have a good time, you know, with friends, family, and people around you. How about you, Andres? What's your first Thanksgiving memory? My first Thanksgiving memory, I don't quite remember it, <laughs> but I would say, uh, uh, I would my first would be when we lived in Montreal back in the day. Uh, I think that will be my first Thanksgiving. I don't remember what we did for it. Being completely honest, I just remember that we observed Thanksgiving, and then going back to Mexico, my mom always being like bringing things and things that she learned from her time living in Canada. Uh, Since then, we've observed Canadian Thanksgiving uh, almost every single year back home, even just as little as, like, not really cooking the entire thing, but uh, during that day, actually, like, sitting down and being more thankful for our things or, like, we'll go out for dinner, but then we'll be thankful during dinner uh, and say all the things you say for Thanksgiving and all of that. Um... So Thanksgiving has always been present, like also like during elementary school. Um, I went to a Catholic elementary school, so <laughs> uh, that's another story for a different time. But um, we, uh, it was a bicultural elementary school. So because uh, uh, the nuns came from the States, so um, then we, we learned a lot about like American Thanksgiving. <laughs> And then I was just like, always confused about, like, why is American Thanksgiving different than Canadian Thanksgiving? Because mm-hmm. that's what I was used to. Um, so always had the presence of Thanksgiving and the harvest. And my mom loves to decorate. So my memories of Thanksgiving always are my mom decorating the house for the autumn and Thanksgiving. So pumpkins, leaves, scarecrows all over, <laughs> all over the place before we make the transition into a day of the dead. So I would say that is my first, like, real experience with Thanksgiving. 
um, me cooking and actually experiencing like the dinner and everything with everyone would have been my first year of undergrad. Uh, we did a Friendsgiving. Um, so uh, what we did, there was a bunch of, uh, of international students or exchange students actually uh, that year. So we went to our friend's place that lived off campus and we actually decided to uh, everyone to make a dish from their country. So we were all cooking and we were all making um, our food over there. And we was like, there was everything but the typical Thanksgiving food. <laughs> so my Thanksgiving didn't have mashed potatoes or gravy or turkey but it had Indian food, Mexican food, Ecuadorian food, um, some Norwegian and Finnish treats. Uh, so it was pretty diverse. Oh, we also had Dominican food, which was amazing. Uh, but it was like, we did a potluck style and it was fantastic. And then as the years passed by, I like, we started getting more into the traditional Thanksgiving. Uh, whoever was hosting will be the one making the turkey. And then everybody else will bring something or there will be times that we'll just be like, we'll pitch in and you just prep everything, which is sometimes what happened once I graduated and I started working. <laughs> I'll be like the host because I love hosting dinner parties. So uh, it would be like uh, the dinner will be made by either myself or a friend will come over to prep the turkey over. Uh, but then most of the main di like main courses will be prepped at my place, and then everybody else will just bring, like the sides. So someone will bring you know the beans and the mashed potatoes. Uh, I never did the gravy, so I always ask someone else to bring the gravy, even if it's store bought. I don't care. I don't have time to think about like how to make gravy. It's enough to think about the turkey and basting the turkey and the stuffing for the turkey. <laughs> you know, there's just a lot to think about. Plus, having the apartment ready to go um, and having it presentable for everyone and getting the table set. Um, there's that. So, but yeah, the last Thanksgiving was pretty cool because, like I said, I was actually like the turkey came out pretty good. Uh, and because we were a bigger crowd, then there was, I was like, there's no left turkey leftovers. Like, because that's the other thing with leftovers. Like, you keep on, like, so Thanksgiving happens on Monday, and you keep on eating Thanksgiving food until, like, Friday, if you're yeah. lucky. Yeah. If you're not lucky, you uh, eat Thanksgiving food for, like, almost a week and a half. <laughs> um, turkey sandwiches for days. <laughs> turkey sandwiches, turkey melts. Um, Rice and turkey. <laughs> honestly, you figure out so many ways to put that turkey in, or the veggies and mashed potatoes. How do you work them in? Um, so yeah, it's a lot of fun. And also you cannot forget about desserts during uh, Thanksgiving. And so a friend introduced me to this dish that is like a sweet potato casserole, mm. which is uh, a fantastic because it's like the layer of mashed, like mashed sweet potatoes, like seasoned with cinnamon and brown sugar. And then you top it with marshmallows. Um... So that is like, it's just fantastic because it's just like a side. It's not a dessert. It's like one of your side dishes, but it's like, it's like a nice counterbalance to like the sweetness, uh, to like the savoriness of everything, everything else. I'd rather have that than cranberry sauce, TBH. <laughs> um, and then of course, tradition, uh, Costco pumpkin pie. Oh yeah. Or pecan pie. I don't know if you've had pecan pie. Oh, I love pecan pie. No, um, they're so good. Yeah. But yeah, so like, you know, I was talking about the uh, apartment, like student housing Thanksgiving, and I found photos of it, and it's pretty cool because my brother's so young, even my mom, she looks so young mm -hmm. in these photos, and there's just so many people, and you know, it was fun, because living in those places, you meet so many people, right? Like, even when I'm looking at photos, there's so many people from so many countries just in this photo alone, so, and you know, they had us do cool activities, they played, I guess some lady played a guitar for us, <laughs> But yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I think cooking is also a really fun part of Thanksgiving that I do enjoy. Um, you know, whether it's for a small family, just like, you know, my immediate family or when we have people over. With COVID with last year, you know, we only did... Um, 
Actually, no, last year I was in Ottawa because at that time I had just transferred offices for WSP and I came to meet the team here. So I actually did have Tofurky last year as well. I missed out on turkey last year, but you know, usually when I'm home, make um, you know turkey or chicken, and you know, for my dad, whatever he feels like it. And then, you know, um, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say something, but totally lost my train of thought. But yeah, like cooking, like you said, you know, a lot of fun. Or even you know, if you're too busy to cook, even if you if you go to stores these days, you can literally buy everything pre-made, right? The yeah. turkey. Sometimes turkey I haven't seen pre-made, but you can always get those um rotisserie chicken that's always there, you know. Like you said, gravy is always from store, and you can get mashed potatoes from the store, like you know if that's already made. So even if you're super busy, you know whether you're like busy with many jobs, or if you're a single parent, or you know whatever reason you're busy, you can just go to a store these days and just order it. And I'm sure even places or like online services like Chef's Plate or um you know those kinds of things would or like give you turkey dinner if you really wanted it for thanksgiving so oh yeah you got probably tailor that yeah and exactly. to make it a thanksgiving yeah. box what is it is like fantastic i like the cooking is also fun when you're doing it with friends or like with your family because it's just like sometimes you know dinner can go so fast um but then it just, uh, it is nice to have, like, someone to cook with you and then just, you know, all the banter that happens while you're cooking and the talking. And that is just nice. So whenever I host a Thanksgiving, that will be part of it. Like, we will still be finishing the cooking when people will still be arriving. So then people will be hanging out, having some appies, some snacks before we actually sat down for a, from, like, to have a proper dinner. And there was one year that our schedules didn't line up for anyone. So we had to end up doing Thanksgiving brunch because literally nobody's scheduled. Like we couldn't do it on the Monday because people were working that night. And then um, uh, for some reason, other days didn't work. So the only time that worked for everyone that was invited was like literally brunch on the Sunday before actual Thanksgiving, um, which was an, inter an interesting year to have Thanksgiving and just having like a big brunch for it it was fun but it was just completely out of the out of the ordinary which you know there's not a correct way to celebrate thanksgiving there's so many different ways uh to do it uh but you know it's always fun to like sometimes doing it the the traditional way but you can always get out like step outside that zone and and celebrate some some somehow differently Absolutely, and you know what? I was curious because I I was thinking of getting HelloFresh because I just moved here to Ottawa and I want to try you know those kind of meal plan kits. So I looked at their website and they do have a Thanksgiving box and they bring a lot of things. They bring sage roasted rolled turkey, cranberry sauce, butternut squash, mashed potatoes, green beans, gravy, dinner rolls, pumpkin pie, and you can even add mushroom and leek stuff to squash. So Ooh. obviously they're not sponsoring us, but. That I mean, we, we, we wouldn't mind, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, not a bad thing. Like, I think it's sold out, apparently. Apparently, it, it says we've sold out, so maybe it's just really popular. But that's not a bad idea. You know, if you're alone or if you only have a couple of friends, like, the portions look pretty good for, you know, two, three, four, five people, probably. Mm -hmm. so definitely would be able to do that in the future. I know. And then the thing is, like, with those, like... It's like the portions, right? Like, there's not that many leftovers. Because honestly, dealing with leftovers, <laughs> so wrong. But I mean, we are both from brown households. So there's always, you always take leftovers. Mm -hmm. Like, that was something I always did. Was mm -hmm. just like, everyone leaves the house with leftovers. The leftovers are not only left here. And you know, uh, as a true brown person, I do have my proper Tupperware uh, <laughs> that I use for myself. And then I'll keep the yogurt containers, like the sour cream containers. And that's what people will get. <laughs> because if they don't return them, I do not get mad for them not returning them. They can keep them. But if I were to give you out some of my nice Tupperware, um, you can bet that I'll be behind you. It's like, hey, can you just give me my container back? Uh, but yeah, everybody always left with with some leftovers so you know they can share the nice food with other people or they can you know 
suffer like I am and continue eating Thanksgiving dinner for for a couple of days. Absolutely, and you know, food's just one part. Like we said, you know, there's so many things that we look forward to. Um, so you know, we talked about Thanksgivings from our past and Thanksgiving right now. So let's go to the future, Andres. What do you? What's one wish that you want to do in Thanksgiving in the future, near future, far future, whenever? Um, I think one big one that I want to do is being able to uh, have Thanksgiving with my family. So either me going down and celebrating Thanksgiving with them, or them coming up and actually having like a Canadian Thanksgiving. So that's something uh, probably not happening sometime soon. I would say within a year or two, which is like very exciting. Um, so that will be one is like having like actually spending a Thanksgiving with my family another thing that i want to do like in a like near future i would say is like having thanksgiving but like outside of the city like going to a lake going to a cabin or like they call it in quebec going to the cottage and i was like okay that's just a cabin but whatever <laughs> uh going to the cabin or their cottage and like having thanksgiving there just like you know appreciating the entirety of autumn you know the lake, the leaves, like the forest, because let's be real, like uh, like autumn is like such a nice season overall outside that it would be nice to spend Thanksgiving admiring all of the nature. And you know, like going on like a hike before Thanksgiving, <laughs> like before dinner and then coming back and then start prepping the dinner and all of that. Um, and then I think that will be like I think those are a couple of things like being able like I'm looking forward to being able to host again, uh, Thanksgiving, uh, for family and friends. So either that it means me traveling where they are or they're traveling to Montreal. Uh, I'm really looking, uh, looking forward, uh, looking forward for that and maybe getting Sherlock a Thanksgiving outfit. <laughs> You gotta take cute doggy photos with him for Thanksgiving. I know, right? And how about you? What are what are some things that you look forward for, like the next couple of Thanksgiving? Yeah, I think um, number one, obviously, you know, trying to get my parents to come here. It's hard because you know Thanksgiving is only one day off, on like, you know, America where they get two days off. I think Thursday, Friday, school is out for the whole week. You know, so even longer. But it is hard in Canada when you're far apart and there's only one day off. But that'd be nice. And then I think you you said it when you said the cottage idea. Like, I've been wanting to do some kind of, like, cabin getaway because I don't re really go camping in the winter because I find it too cold. But I think October, you know, Thanksgiving is per perfect time to have one last summer hurrah. Mm -hmm. So going to a campsite or a cottage and just making, you know, food there with friends, I think that would be so fun. Um, whether you're making turkey or just, you know, regular camp food. I think it'd be a lot of fun. So definitely want to do that in the future. And of course, you know, travel. Um, Thanksgiving isn't celebrated everywhere, obviously, but I do want to look up the places that do celebrate Thanksgiving or some sort of Thanksgiving. Go there and try the food there because why not, right? So definitely want to try that. But again, that's hard because you only get one day off. Yeah, it is very hard like over here. And also the day off that you get is a Monday, which is just like... Okay, then go back to work on Tuesday after like a big dinner. So that's why a lot of people actually do their Thanksgiving dinner on the Sunday. I feel like it's very, like it's more uncommon to see like actual families or people doing their actual Thanksgiving dinner nowadays on the Monday, just because it's very inconvenient <laughs> for everyone. So, uh, so most of our Thanksgiving dinners all usually happen over the weekend as well. Just it makes it more convenient. For everyone. Okay, you're getting fired. I told you. Uh, but yeah, it's just like, there's just so many plans. But yeah, um, I like, I would say it's nice having it earlier in October. Because uh, then, you know, you have something to do in October. And just like from a work perspective, you have a day off in October. And then in November, we have, like, because of other holidays, we get a day off in November. So it spreads up, it spreads around the calendar year, uh, those days off, rather than just having all of them conglomerated uh, into one, into only the one season of the year. So then we can spread them apart. And, you know, it's always nice to recharge and just get ready 
get re get ready and down for what comes after them. Yep, exactly, and I think I don't. I guess coming to um, Ontario, we don't really celebrate or we don't get time off for Remembrance Day. So Thanksgiving being off is amazing because you don't have another long weekend until you know Christmas time, pretty much. So you know, I wouldn't mind it. I mean, if they gave us Remembrance Day off, that'd be even better. But who knows if that's gonna happen anytime soon. <laughs> But absolutely, it's a perfect time to just wind down, you know, the fall colors. Like, that's one thing that in Ontario, you know, Quebec, where it stays for a long time because you don't get cold really fast. So definitely being enjoying outside, you know, outdoors in the fall colors. Gotta get those pumpkin spice lattes, everything pumpkin spice flavors. So just a fun time all around, I think. I, as I grow older, I, I appreciate fall a little bit more, but summer's still the best season, of course. <laughs> And talking about pumpkin spice lattes or pumpkin spice, I still have to get my first pumpkin spice of the season. <laughs> uh, you know, just like live like in Montreal, like yeah, you have TMs and you have Starbucks, but usually you just go to the small coffee places because you know we love French culture. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I still have to have my first pumpkin spice. Thank you, Sherlock. We appreciate your <laughs> contribution to the podcast. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I still have to, um, to get that and, you know, just enjoying, enjoying it. So yeah, I think you should write a heavily strong letter, um, uh, to Doc Ford asking for, <laughs> like, for Remembrance Day, uh, off. I don't know if that's going to be get picked up by it. Probably will. I think it's pretty strong. Yeah. Just throw it. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's just like a great time also um, to be surrounded. And like, that's the thing. Like, we've been talking about family, friends and all that. But it's up to you what, like, who you want to be surrounded during Thanksgiving. I know a lot of these holiday things are family oriented and that you should spend time with them. But, you know, nowadays, what is, like, families look so different. So... You know, um, like in my case, like, yes, I have my nuclear family, but all of them are back in Mexico. But then I have what I call my Canadian family. So that's everyone that I uh, that I've met and everyone that ha like it's part of my close circle here in Canada. Uh, and that's like who I spend Thanksgiving with and like do a lot of the major holidays and celebrations and all of that, because those are the people that are, are pretty close, uh, close to me. So whoever you choose to celebrate Thanksgiving with. Uh, I would say do it with those that um, that you are that you are very thankful for, but also those people that um, that have meant something in your life. Yep, absolutely. So you know that's just the story of Thanksgiving, and you know coming to an end of the episode. I think you know it's just a time to, like you said, it's just a time to reflect on what we know, what we've learned, you know, and how we can apply that going forward. And I think that's just a good life lesson going forward in anything, really, like not just Thanksgiving, like you should always be thankful. I know that's one of the people, you know, the people, sometimes people say, oh, why can't, why can't you, it's like, why can't you be th thankful every day for things you have? Or like, you know, this comes out, especially during Valentine's Day, you know, it's like, why can't you love the person that you're with <laughs> or that you're, you know, with every day? But I mean, I, I don't find it a b bad thing to celebrate and have that one day to celebrate, be extra thankful. Or because the rest of the days, you know, you sometimes forget to be thankful. Sometimes you get caught up in the stress of the world or, you know, your own worries and stuff that you just forget. And you, you know, complain a lot more, and which is perfectly fine, right? Like you have your stresses, you have your worries, but it sets up a day where you're thankful and you, know, you can sit down and like we did earlier, list all the things you're thankful for, which, you know, honestly, that's not a bad idea. That's completely correct. And yeah, just do that. And of course, indulge in amazing food. Because if anything, there's so many things to the holiday. But let's be real, it is food centered and we love to see it. Exactly. So with Andres, what are you looking forward to for the upcoming week? So for the upcoming week, um, despite other workplaces and despite um, just having one day off everywhere else, uh, my guild does give us 
a couple of days off so i'm excited because monday tuesday and wednesday there's no classes so i actually can actually catch up with some sleep um and you know catch up with school because <laughs> it's like they're like oh yeah it's your break but some profs decided that it wouldn't be a break. Uh, so we have assignments actually due right after coming in from it. Uh, so I'm excited. I'm looking forward to actually being able to readjust my schedule now that I've been working and studying for a bit. And I know what, what, what will work best for me. So kind of like getting back into establishing that routine. Um, I'm excited to like just seeing... Um, going to a couple of places around in Quebec probably for the weekend um, just to continue and explore when uh, it is possible before we get hit by the S-word here. Um, and then what else am I looking forward to? I think that's it. I think the thing that I was looking forward, though it, like, it came very last minute, but I'm glad we did it, was like the coming and visiting you over here in Ottawa. I think that's like something uh, that I am very happy that I did just to get like, even though I really enjoy Montreal, I felt like I needed a little bit of a break uh, from it and just like do a little bit of an escape, um, which is not bad. Honestly, it's nice that it's only a two hour drive <laughs> and honestly driving that highway is like, like it was a very nice drive. It wasn't like bad at all. So yeah, um, that was something I'm looking forward to. So, May I look forward to like doing it again sometime in the future before, you know, it gets snowy and highways get closed because of, <laughs> of snow, because snow is a thing over here in the East Coast. But yeah, that's that's basically what I'm looking forward to. Sleep and Hello. Um, sleep and catching up with things. How would you what you're looking for for this week, buddy? Um, so like I said earlier, I do want to, you know, try HelloFresh because, like I said, I've been saying for the last couple of weeks, I'm uh, living by myself now, and it's kind of hard to, you know, work, be working and make food and just go grocery shopping. Just, you know, there's no time. There's no, well, right now, no vehicle either. So definitely want to try out HelloFresh. So that's currently, you know, I've been doing that, looking it up, researching for the last couple of days. Um, obviously, it's not a long-term thing because... You know, I do love cooking for myself, trying new recipes, but even HelloFresh, like, I've been looking at it for the last couple of days. It looks pretty cool because they send you, like, the recipes, the ingredients, so, like, you skip the grocery shopping part. And I think a lot of people have been doing HelloFresh these days. Like, I would recommend it to by my cousins, actually, because they recently started doing it. So then I think, you know, I'll definitely want to try that. Once again, not a sponsor, but we'd love to have you. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but definitely, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to because I, I think my first box comes on the... Um, not this week, I guess, because I skipped it for this week, but the next Monday, next Tuesday, sorry. So, you know, once I try it, I'll let everyone know how it is. Please let us know, because then maybe you'll get us hooked up on it as well. Because, <laughs> yeah, grocery shopping is like an entire ordeal. Like, you really have to give yourself at least two hours to be able to, you know, get to the grocery store, getting all your groceries, explore around this store <laughs> and then coming back and putting everything away so it's definitely like one of those big ordeals and then if you meal prep then it's like an extra two hours so it's it becomes a it becomes an event <laughs> absolutely so with that andreas you know let's wrap it up and i want one last thing that you're thankful for before we sign off for the week I am thankful for this podcast. I think, like, I hadn't mentioned it, but yeah, I am thankful for this. It's always something nice to look out for uh, or look for during the week. It's just, like, that one time during the week that it's just us catching up, which is very nice because I, besides, like, being able to talk about different topics, it's just, like, a nice way to catch up with, like, with life with one another. Um, so, yeah, I am very thankful for the podcast and... You know, the opportunities to do something outside of school, outside of work, and just keep on diversifying those uh, those pastimes and hobbies. So that is something that uh, that I'm thankful for. How about you? Absolutely. The podcast has been an amazing time. Um, you know, 
I look forward to doing it every week because there's so much to talk about. And I feel like we just talk forever. <laughs> um, one thing I'm really thankful for is just being in Canada, you know, like there's so many other places that we could be, so many places that have it worse than us, you know, like we see on the news all the time, especially like places like Afghanistan right now or even Syria or, you know, even the United States because sometimes it gets messy down there. And so I'm super thankful for Canada, you know, which has been our home for a long time now, the longest I've lived anywhere. And it's welcoming me with open arms, and I'm loving it. So definitely thank you for that. Awesome. So yeah, so as we wrap up, just uh, if you want to share with us what you're thankful with or thankful for, uh, don't hesitate to slide into our DMs. So Bushing, where they can, where, where, what are our platforms? So like always, if you have any comments, concerns, questions, or crybaby stuff, you can always reach out to us at the Two Average Brown Bros podcast on Instagram or Twitter. You know, hit us up. Let us know what you're thankful for. We'll put a poll out um, on Instagram um, to, you know, see what you guys are all thankful for. And, you know, let us know. We'll be happy to talk about it, you know, about anything. And not just Thanksgiving. I know for Americans and other places, they like Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving in November or like what's Thanksgiving but you know when that time comes we'll talk about even more thankful things because you know we're appreciative of everything we have exactly so yeah don't forget to reach us out there we're always there and once again we're also thankful for all of you listening to us uh, this entire of my it's like almost been what six months or more of doing this so we're thankful that you've been sticking around and listening to us Every Monday when we release the episode or whenever you listen to it because it's a podcast and you can listen whenever you want. Uh, but once again, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to us. And other than that, we'll catch you up next Monday with another brand new episode of the Two Average Brambles podcast. Bye. See ya.